kind of emotional today because it is our last Wednesday. And I'm also a bit, um, maybe you could mute everybody. I'm thinking back to the beginning um, where I spoke of the old monk at the gate and last, well, it was not night, it was this morning, early this morning as I was standing at that gate uh, looking out at the eclipse. I'm, I'm sure that the old monk was there. I could feel him. And as I looked at the moon, he said, moon and the sun are eternal travelers. Even the years wander on. A lifetime adrift in a boat or in old age leading a tired horse into the years. Every day is a journey and the journey itself is home. So the old monk is and those are the words he used to begin his really incredible narrow road to the interior, narrow road to the north. He apparently, on this last journey that he took, uh, although in the early days he could, he could, they said, cover 35 to 50 miles in a day, on this last long journey, took him longer, but he walked about 1,500 miles is what was calculated. And that walking, bringing him home is what made me inspired today to reflect on our, our quote, um, our I have followed this path of friendship to its end, and I can say with absolute certainty, it will lead you home. That's our community conversation quote today, and it's by Mita, M-I-T-T-A, one of the early Taravadan nuns, and our reader, and also in the little wonderful Shambhala book, first pre- I think it's First Free Women, Poems of the First Free Women. So we're wanting to talk today about the whole of the holy life, the spiritual journey that we've all been on, which seems all too short. I am not ready for it to end, I must say. I, I am rather attached to this journey. Uh, so I'll have to get over it, I guess. Um, I was, uh, I was adding my, and so today, my, my, my helper is Joanna Macy. And it is Joanna who, um, our Heart of Compassion song studied quite a bit uh, in a wild love for the world uh, this past year. Something that uh, woke a lot of us up to how one can bring one's whole self 
to the holy life, as Joanna has done for 92 years. I know in our Apamata learnings, we learned about the Buddha's last word being the word care. Monks, work your salvation out with care. I also love the uh, Mary Oliver poem that uh, says that his last words were, make of yourself a light. So somewhere between those two, something quite beautiful. Words for all of us. And when I think of Joanna Macy, I think of how she has made her life her life and how she's made her life Light. And of course I would love Joanna Macy because she has also dedicated some of her very beautiful practice to poetry and to bring forth a volume about Rilke, Book of Hours. She did it with another friend and of course I like that too, Anita Barrows. It's a, it's a beautiful offering to see a Zen teacher who also has become a teacher of biocultural diversity, climate activism, collaboration, someone who has entered, it feels, without fear into other kinds of knowledge systems. She's been heroic in her sharing and also her creativity. She has made up beautiful rituals. I encourage everyone, please, look at the teachings of Joanna Macy and see if she does not help you make up your life a light and work out your salvation and care. So as Joshua and I talked about our time today, we want to leave much time for talk. We both liked this quote from A Path with Heart by Jack Hornfield, which we thought would be a good jumping off place for us. In spiritual life, what finally makes us happy is not what we get, but what we can give what we can give to a community, and what we can give of ourselves. We give of ourselves when we give up our old views, our fears, our limitations, the barriers that we have held for a long time. And when we discover a fundamental, radical, new way of being, as we allow ourselves to be reborn as children of the Spirit. We give to bring our energy, our creativity, and our heart to the whole of the Holy Life. So today, we want to ask that we not turn our backs to bring it home. Bring it home and to share with each other how you're going to be doing that. Thank you.
个中中学生。Yeah, I'd like to just reflect on a minute of this idea of home before we send you all off into conversation with one another for a little while. Um, I shared with you this morning. We also found we have another favorite quote. We share a lot of favorite quotes.、Uh, one from Dogen. One. It's often I often read it on street retreats. It's often a point of reflection for us, where he says, "Do not ask me where I'm going, as I travel this limitless world, where every step I take is home." And this gets me thinking about the ideas I carry about where home is. I've been traveling this week with family, and I feel at home with them.、Um, last night, I suddenly sat with the sangha and felt at home with them in the practice.、Um, what is this home? Where is home? And as we bring this home, of course, we're thinking about. The particularities of home, like what's it like to take the qualities of spiritual friendship we've been talking about back into our daily lives with partners and children and coworkers and neighbors, and we also have another idea of home, which is that it's something limitless. It's something we can find everywhere because we're able to. Leave home in order to find home in a bigger way, and we hold these two things together. I was、um, reading some of the things on our package, and I I was really struck by some of the teachings that Cicero gave about spiritual friendship. Maybe you caught them too. I remember when I was in seminary, we. I had to take a lot of Latin class, and we often had to translate Cicero.、Uh, and I remember translating some of his work on spiritual friendship, which then influenced Albert of Rivaux. But I noticed a similarity in some of Cicero's teaching with with Dharma teaching. So suddenly, I think of Cicero as a really good Dharma teacher, as well from another culture, another way of thinking about the limitless world.、Um, Where Dharma springs up in all kinds of places, not just in the places we call Buddhist or Zen, but it's available everywhere we look, springing out of the ground. But he talks about these four elements of spiritual friendship. One is that friendship is natural. He says it's part of how we're made. This capacity. For friendship, for meeting and intimacy, this is natural to us. We don't have to do anything to become it. It's there. The second quality of friendship is that he says friendship is the birthplace of the deepest kind of love that we can have for another human being. Because it's a kind of love that's grounded in a harmony of minds and will. The third quality of friendship 
he talks about is that it's founded on virtue, on the desire to heal the world, to do good, to bring all the ingredients of our lives, to make the world just a little bit better. And this is the foundation of friendship. And finally, he says, because it's grounded on virtue, it means that friendship is eternal, that it doesn't end, even though it suffers strains and tensions, he says, because it's founded on an eternal goodness. Friendship then is eternal. And hearing these, reading these words, I, I couldn't help but think of the four qualities of awakening that we chant in the enme, being eternal, intimate, pure, joyful. This is what awakening looks like. And so in my mind, I leap to awakening looks like friendship that the qualities of awakening are the same qualities we bring into these relationships with one another. And so, Jean, as you're worried that perhaps the journey will end tonight, there's another part that what we've begun here to explore with each other, to encourage each other on a path of virtue, that there's something ongoing about that, that will continue to resource us as we move forward. So tonight, as we move into small groups for a little while, to talk to one another, to explore what is it to bring friendship home for you. And we hope that you can um, explore this through this lens of the qualities of spiritual friendship. Jean, how does that sound? Is that a good enough of a setup for small group work? Is there more that needs to be said? I don't believe so. Okay. <laughs> so what we're going to do tonight is a little unusual for a Wednesday night, but we're going to move into small groups of three and uh, ask you to talk with each other about this and um, maybe take a little step deeper into friendship with one another. And you'll have about 15 or 16 minutes. So in small groups, that means each of you will have four minutes to talk to one another. And I know that some of you are multiple people on screens, and that's perfectly fine. Um, you'll just have to adjust your time a little bit to make that happen. Uh, and then we'll come back together as a large group and uh, see what kind of uh, insights and questions emerge from there. Okay, Petra, do you have any instructions for us? No, not really, but a lot of people are leaving when you start talking about breaking groups, so now I have to reschedule groups. <laughs> I noticed one person just clicked off. And don't leave, please don't leave. <laughs> yeah, stay. Be courageous. <laughs> we have just the right number of people divided by three also for 16 groups. It's yeah, there are a couple of screens with two people. 
This is a nice way to be with one another. 